Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Seeking Truth podcast, a podcast where we aim to unravel the word of God and discover his will for our lives. It is 2023, it is the start of a new year, and what a great time to talk about beginning to dream again, beginning to open up our heart to receiving those visions of God, those promises of God that he has planted in us years ago, or even new visions that he wants to reveal to us. It has been a hard couple of years, 2020 and 2021 in particular were hard on everyone. Um, A lot of people, a lot of Christians that I talked to were experiencing a spiritual dryness that just took over. Um, They were feeling defeated and burnt out and worn down and had a lack of direction and clarity in their lives. And for a lot of us, you know, Christians and non-Christians, the passion and drive to work out our dreams and our visions um, really took the back burner and we really lost that passion, that drive, because we just weren't seeing that come to fruition. I really believe that the past few years have been a big test of our faith. Um, We had a lot of that connection with God and connection with other people stripped away the inspiration from those around us and the inspiration of of God working through our lives and seeing things change and happen was lost and our routines were lost. And what we saw is that we kind of came into this spiritual slump. Some people ended up walking away from the church um, because what was maintaining them to to stay in the church, the routines and the people were taken away and and their, their foundations of their faith were really tested and they ended up you know, walking away. And for those of us who did remain in the church and, and, you know, trying to engage as best we could, we did feel like our faith was was stretched and challenged and tested. Uh, We may have had, you know, doubts. We may have had moments of confusion about, you know, what what is happening. Um, We're definitely not alone in experiencing that. I know a lot of people I talk to you know, had dreams and visions and really strong passions and goals they were working towards in 2019. And, you know, by 2021, those dreams and visions seemed to be, you know, a distant memory. They were completely forgotten or they were not, you know, something that was top of mind every day because there just wasn't that space and and platform to work on those dreams or the opportunities weren't presenting themselves for those dreams to, you know, continue out working. And so, for a lot of people, it became a challenge in the sense of, you know, trusting God and trusting his promises and his word. Um, things weren't looking like what we imagined it to be. Things weren't looking like they were aligning with the promises and visions that God had given us. And yeah, this has been a lot of people's experience over the past two years. So today we are going to talk about it's time to dream again. It is time to shake off what has happened in the past few years. And it is time now to to stretch our faith again. Now that we've built those foundations, we've built those the strength of trusting in God, even when it all looks bleak and hopeless and not much is happening. We've strengthened our faith and it is time now to use that as a strong platform to move forward. So stay tuned if you are interested in this today. If you are ready to say yes again to God and to the visions and dreams that he has placed in your heart, 
keep on listening. So I want to start with the story of Gideon actually. So if you're not familiar with the story of Gideon, um, this is described in Judges 6 and Judges 7 in the Bible. Basically Gideon, um, there, there was a time where the Israelites were under attack from the Midianites or they were actually being oppressed from the Midianites and Gideon was um, a man who was just trying to make it through, just trying to survive. He was found by an angel of God um, threshing wheat in a wine press because he was hiding um, and didn't want to thresh the wheat in in an open place where people could could see him and find him and kill him. So he was hiding in the wine press threshing wheat and the angel of the Lord came to him and basically said, Gideon, I want you to stop what you're doing. I want you to take up arms against the Midianites and I want you to defeat them. And Gideon's like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Do you not know who I am? I am like the lowest of lows here. You know, I have no power. I have no authority. I have no skills. Are you sure that you've got the right person? And the angel of the Lord kept being like, yes, it is you. And Gideon still didn't believe him. So he put out a fleece of wool and basically tested God. And he was like, God, if, if I'm not going crazy, if this is actually you and your angel did tell this to me, I want you to wet the fleece and leave the ground dry overnight. And God did. And then he reversed it. I want you to wet the ground and leave the fleece dry overnight. And he did. And he tested God three times uh, to make sure that he had heard God right, because he really did not want to do it. Um, and even after he agreed to, to do this and work on it with God, you know, he got this big army of men and then God's like, you have too many men. I can't deliver. This is a direct quote from, from Judges 7-2. Uh, I cannot deliver Midian into their hands or Israel would boast against me saying my own strength has saved me. So then he asked Gideon to basically reduce these 20,000 men to 300 men, walked into the, the Midianite camp and then they didn't even have to lay hands the Midianite camp basically set itself on fire and everyone died. Um, and it was just this, this story, this message of God using people who didn't feel worthy of being called to what God was calling them to, but also God setting up a situation to show that it was not at all by our strength or their strength that they overcame this obstacle in their life. It was through God's strength. God removed all of Gideon's resources so that it was super obvious that God was the one that that saved them and sustained them through that. And I was really reflecting on, you know, this idea that the last few years have really stripped back for a lot of us all of those extra parts of our faith, you know, we we used to be so strong and bold in our faith and we'd pray all the time and we'd see things move and shift in our life. And I think what started to happen is that we actually got a bit of spiritual pride around our faith. We would start to say, you know, I have more faith than you. That's why I'm seeing miracles and things happen in my life. And that is a message that the church pushes. You know, if you're not getting healed because you don't have enough faith or you're not seeing that breakthrough because you don't have enough faith. And so people who were seeing breakthroughs and miracles you know, started to get this spiritual pride of, I have more faith than you. That's why I'm seeing things happen in my life. 
and I was reflecting on this and I was reflecting on the story of Gideon and I started to to see the parallels that maybe the past few years has deliberately stripped us back so that we can't have been boastful about sustaining our own faith and we can't have been boastful about you know staying faithful to God and staying in the church from our own strength God stripped it back, stripped away all of our resources so that we can only say at the end of it, I was only sustained through the grace of God and through God holding me and sustaining me in those moments. You know, we all kind of became back on level playing field in the sense of our, of our faith. You know, there was no spiritual prideness because no one was really seeing any breakthroughs or, or anything in their life. We were all just in this state of, I don't know how stagnant, I guess. We were all just stagnant. Nothing was happening. Nothing was changing. And because things were stagnant, even though we were praying and even though we were trying to hear God and people have reported that, you know, they stopped hearing God and they stopped feeling God and connecting with God and they were still, you know, going through the routines, just trying to maintain that relationship with God. But, you know, a lot of it, for a lot of them, it felt like it was missing. It felt like it was lacking. And I think this just really, really parallels that God almost put the reset button on. He wanted to reset everyone, bring us all back to the same level and and really see whose foundations were never there, whose foundations were shaky and were there because of the companionship or because, um, you know, it was a routine or because that was what their family did. So, you know, resetting those people. And also resetting our, our faith and our, our pride around our faith to show that it doesn't matter whether you had a lot of faith and a lot of dream and a lot of visions. It was always only ever me and, and my grace and my, you know, my connection with you and my presence that I'm giving to you that is sustaining you. It was never due to what you were doing. It was never works based. Ephesians 2.8 says, for, the, for by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God. And I really think that points out that our, our sustaining in this period was never due to us and what we were doing. It was by the grace of God that sustained us in this period and kept us faithful even when we were so spiritually dry and spiritually empty. Something in us kept us holding on that little bit Um, and I really believe that that was the grace of God and and the spirit of God nudging us even though he was you know spiritually removed or spiritually disconnected from us in that time he was still there guiding us and leading us and, and making sure that we were staying on the right path Hey guys, just popping in here to say that if you have dreams and visions and goals and you're not quite sure, you know, what that looks like or how that how that will flesh out a little bit more, maybe you want to make some clear, you know, plans or discuss with someone what God is saying to you through that. I am a Christian life coach and I would love to work with you to help you sit down and have some space where you can process what it is that God is saying to you about how to outwork these dreams and visions in your life. So if this is something that you would like to access, I want you to click the link below and you can book an appointment with me. I do online appointments so you can access me from anywhere in the world. And I would love to walk with you on your journey with God to work towards 
the dreams and the visions that he has placed in your life. So click the link below, make sure you book in. Uh, there's only limited spots available and yeah, I'd love to work with you. All right, back to the episode. And so our faith was challenged and stretched and we, we doubted and we were struggling with what was happening. Our dreams and our visions that we were given, they, they weren't happening and everything looked like it was going off plan. Nothing was looking like, you know, the dreams and visions that God promised us. And for a lot of us, that then created doubt about have I really heard God? Have I misheard God? Have I been disobedient somewhere? And this was, I believe, really a time that God set apart in, in the timeline of, of, you know, eternity, he set that apart to challenge us and challenge this generation of people to grow us and to strengthen our faith, help us build those foundations and help us know that he will sustain us even when we feel empty and even when we're struggling to connect with him, that he will sustain us. And I think he also wanted to see who remained committed to him, even when times got challenging and we didn't feel that connection, Um, because we aren't always promised to feel that connection. We've had a few good years where a lot of people were feeling really strong in their connection with God, really hearing from God a lot. And then we went through this period of spiritual dryness and King David experienced exactly the same thing. In the Psalms, there's a Psalm, um, Psalm 22, where he's literally crying out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Did you know Jesus on the cross was actually quoting um, Psalm 22 when he was saying that? So Psalm 22, David is crying out to God, God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you left me? You've abandoned me. And he's struggling with this, but he still remained faithful. He persevered and he knew that God was still always there, even when he couldn't uh, feel him and even when he felt like giving up. And I believe that the past few years, they were out that season for us, you know, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Where are my dreams? Where are my visions? Where are those promises that you promised me? Why can't I feel you? Why can't I hear you? Why can't I speak to you? Why are the things I'm praying for not coming true? And that was really a, a, a challenging moment for all of us with our faith. And now we've come out of that into, you know, the open field again. We're not hiding and we're not challenged and we're not, you know, contained anymore things are opening up again no longer are we in the valleys we're in the in the open fields now and our spirits are starting to reawaken and the dreams and visions that god gave us years ago are still sitting there but our mindset has has forgotten about them in a sense you know and i really feel like the message for 2023 that god is saying is don't give up on those dreams and those visions that i gave you years ago just because i gave them to you years ago doesn't mean they weren't true you know think of abraham and sarah um, god promised them a child years before i think it was 20 years don't quote me exactly on on that number but i think it was something like 20 years of waiting for this child before it came and there were times that they gave up on the vision and they and they you know um abraham slept with sarah's uh, maid as a way to try and make this vision happen because they doubted that it was going to come true because there was such a big timeline 
And I really feel like God is drawing that parallel of like, think of Gideon and think of how, you know, I, I showcased that it was in my strength, not yours. Think of Jericho and how I showcased it was in my strength, not yours. Think of all the promises I've ever given you and think of the timeline of people in the Bible of how long it's taken me to fulfill it for them. Don't give up on those dreams and visions. I will be the one to sustain you. I will be the one to help you get through, but don't give up on them. Don't abandon them. God gave you these promises because he, he knows that that's where he wants you to be. He knows that that's something that is within your reach. It's not unattainable. And he wants you to hold on to hope that these things are actually coming true, which is a scary thing after we've just had a period where, you know, we've been stagnant and there's been little growth. He wants you to hold on to those dreams and those visions and really remind yourself of the person he's shown you that you are in this period. It is time to dream again, to reawaken those dreams and those visions that God has given you and let him show you where to from now. Let him show you new dreams and new visions and new pathways of where do I go from today? What, what direction do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? God is saying it's not about you. It's not about your obedience. It's not about your strength. Just have faith and trust me and come along for the journey with me. And I will, you know, overcome those obstacles. If you just listen to what I'm saying, if you're obedient to me and if you trust me. So I pray that over everyone that is listening right now, that 2023 is the year where you feel like you can dream again, that you can start to, you know, put those vision boards up of what God has promised you. And you can just let his spirit guide you in whatever it is that you are doing and wherever it is he wants to lead you, that you just let his spirit completely guide you in this journey and not to be afraid to hope again, not to be afraid that your dreams aren't going to come true because it will all happen in God's timing. Remember to trust in him and not in your own strength. So God bless you. I hope this was a inspirational message for you guys to start the year off. And I look forward to talking to you guys over the year some more. God bless you and see you next time. Bye.